What is up, everyone, and welcome to another issue of Sibling Rivalry, the comic book club podcast slash YouTube show hosted by yours truly. It's Ben Pye and my wonderful sister. I Dashkin. Yeah, okay. For some reason, Discord cut your audio out, so I don't think they heard you actually say your name, just heard Dashkin. Oh. Anakin! There we go. There she is. You know, maybe at some point I'll have you start recording your own video on your end rather than record everything on my end. And then it might look even better and sound even better since we won't have to worry about Discord cutting out audio because that happens sometimes when we do this show. Anyways. Eh. Anyways. Uh, this week, we're starting back at the top. We're back with Marvel. Um we we're we're in a new round of books where hopefully we won't tie um which by the way help settle that tie go to itsbenpie.com/poll um and vote for the last round of books that you thought were the best um i think last time i looked i want to say um a silent voice was the only one that had a vote okay I'll post it on our Instagram page, too, later. Yeah, uh, which we we have an Instagram now, um, which, just so everyone knows, you can follow uh, Sibling Rivalry on Instagram, at Sibling Rivalry. No spaces. No spaces. What else are there none of? No underscores, because somebody hates underscores. Because I don't know there's why. no point I to it. Classy. Yeah, when you're trying to when you're trying to tell people to go follow you, that's an extra thing that you have to tell them to remember. Or it's like you could just say follow me at Anna Riddick. No, you have to say follow me at Anna underscore Riddick. But I picked all of these things based on like other people using it name wise. Whatever. Anyways, this book the the book this week um was my choice. Um, I chose Planet Hulk by Greg Pak. Um, there were multiple artists, uh, depending on uh, which part of the book we were in. So for, uh, I, I've got the page up here, but uh, yeah, lots, lots of, lots of artists. Um, Banner War was Aaron Lepresti. Uh, Anarchy was Aaron Lepresti. Allegiance was Carlo Pagulian. And Aaron Lepresti with Gary Frank. That's like the only... Gary Frank. That's a name that I can say with confidence. Um, <laughs> and then Armag the Armageddon portion was Carlo Pagulian. Yeah. Anyways. Now that has slaughtered all the names, mm -hmm. why did you pick it? <laughs> um, I picked this one because this was... Uh, I, for one, I wanted to read a Hulk book. Um, I've been like Hulk to me is an incredibly interesting hero and a character in general. Um, and, uh, planet Hulk is, uh, was essentially what, uh, Thor Ragnarok was loosely based on. Um, so when, when it came down to, um, Thor Ragnarok and, and the Hulk being in it, it was, people recognized it immediately as the, um, like, 
they they recognized it as oh this is the planet hulk story um which after reading the book it takes place on sakar and he has gladiator armor and he's got gladiator None. armor <laughs> boom easy peasy um we'll we'll talk about some of the differences kind of uh, as we talk more about the um uh more about the book um but essentially uh the lead up to this and i'm, I'm just going to read the previously on here thing uh bruce banner has long feared the potential of his alter ego the incredible hulk to become earth's most dangerous monster so when he saw the chance to put the Hulk's strength to positive use, Banner accepted a mission from S.H.I.E.L.D. to save the world by destroying an artificially intelligent satellite gone rogue. But when the mission was complete, the Hulk learned that a group of Marvel heroes, including Reed Richards, Iron Man, Doctor Strange, and Black Bolt, had created a plan to extricate him from the Earth, from, from the Earth sending him to an idyllic, uninhabited planet where Reed promised, there will be no one there to hurt you and no one you can hurt. Um, yeah, that quickly turned, turned into Hulk getting, getting mad as, you know, the Hulk does, um, kind of throws himself off course, um, goes through a giant wormhole, um, or in Thor Ragnarok, the sky anus. Um, I mean, that's what they called it in Thor Ragnarok, right? Um, where uh where he lands on Sakar. Um which uh you know it kind of it, it kind of ended up being similar to um how Thor ended up on on Sakar and like seeing uh seeing that he lands in a um in the middle of like this scrap yard where people are 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 scrapping scraps. Weird bug men. Weird bug men. Um and uh and, and essentially Hulk gets captured and um, forced to become kind of like a fighting slave, gladiator style. Um, and Fight for uh, Yeah, exactly. And um, the Emperor of Sakaar here, very not Jeff Goldblum. Like, no. <laughs> he was as, not funny at all. As, as hilarious as... Um, Jeff Goldblum's character was in Thor Ragnarok. Uh, that was not what uh, the Red King was in this. Not not even a, not even a tiny bit. Not even a tiny bit. I don't think he had a single humorous line. No, one line. He was just a jerk. You know how like sometimes you 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 find that you can. Um, sympathize with a villain and like you you really understand their their motivation this was one of those few villains where i'm like this guy is awful this is just a terrible terrible i was about to say human being but um you know alien being puny pinky puny pinky um and uh you know, one of the things going into uh, the Hulk comic is I was I was not expecting the Hulk to be so articulate. So I I don't know if I was expecting it. I was hoping for it. 
Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I like knew that Hulk becomes more articulate in mm -hmm. later comics, just based on like his appearances in cartoon shows growing up. Yeah, and, and it's and it it would be really hard to read this whole comic book if he was just saying Hulk angry, Hulk no like stupid bugs, you know. Yeah. Um, it, it would be it would be significantly more painful to to try to read through. Um, so I I definitely appreciate the fact that it was um, he that he was as articulate as he was. Mm -hmm. um, overall, Anna, how many, have you read a lot of Hulk comics? None. None. Okay. So I, because I. I mean, looking at him as a as a hero, the conflict between Hulk and Banner mm -hmm. didn't appeal to me all that much. Yeah, I, I so love I that like Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde kind of dynamic, and like yeah, but Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde are both extremely intellectual scientists at the heart of it. So there's a lot more to go off of. Mister Hyde Bruce isn't Drink. super intellectual. He was in the book. Was he? Yeah. It's been a long time since I've read that book. I had to do the musical in college. Uh, I love the music for that musical, by the way. Yeah. I, I would love to see a professional like Dr. Jackal and Mr. Hyde done with uh, yes. a, one actor versus two actors, which a lot of like uh -huh. smaller theaters switch it out for just because the vocal range is intense. Uh, side note, if you if you check out the Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde um, like soundtrack for, for the musical... Don't do the David Hasselhoff one. David Hasselhoff was in. <laughs> yeah, like that's the first one that you'll if you if you try to find uh, Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde, um, uh, like Spotify, soundtrack, where it yeah. was on Spotify, um, and it was not. <laughs> yeah, well, the you, you just be careful because the David Hasselhoff one not great. Uh, but uh, I forget who it doesn't matter. We're talking about the Hulk. Um, but also just like that, that kind of. I love that. I love the dynamic between Bruce Banner and the Hulk. Um, I I like uh, especially how it gets portrayed in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, like how. How it's like theorized that, you know. Maybe the Hulk saved you from dying in that uh you know explosion mm -hmm. um you know all of all of those things where it's kind of like i i dig that i i like that as a i i don't know i i just i like the dynamic between the two of them um and the only other hulk comic i've read i want to say it was the invincible hulk like the beginning of the Invincible Hulk, or it was the beginning of the Immortal Hulk, um, where uh, the Hulk is able to separate himself from Bruce Banner, and Bruce Banner becomes like mad scientist crazy guy trying to get the Hulk back, and the Hulk is just trying to live a peaceful life in the middle of nowhere. Um, and it, it was it was a really cool story, and it was intriguing, and it was one of those like. I started reading it because it had just started um, at the time that I was, you know, interested in, in reading some Hulk comics. Um, mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, after that, I was like, oh, I would love to to read some some Hulk comics. But 
know where to start. Um, so I, I'm kind of happy that this is one of the stories that I picked up on. Um, because it, it was, it was interesting to kind of see the Hulk as a character. Um, as a character on his own and not really, not really a lot of, uh, banner in this except for a few brief moments here and there it was really um, just one issue that you saw anything of banner two issues um so the the issue where they're hiding at the at the steps and he uh turns back into banner with um uh he's dreaming yeah meek i kept meek. calling him meek yeah meek uh, meek is is correct um so there was that, and then when uh, he was letting the spikes feed off I don't really of him. count that, because that's not, that's literally like a cameo appearance. He had zero effect on on anything truly with the storyline. Oh, you're talking about when they got married. Never yeah. mind. Mm -hmm. Well, you started out when he let them feed on him, and that was literally just a, look, yeah, he's human, because they then, sucked out like, all the gamma. Yeah, but I, I thought I still thought that was kind of I still thought that was cool, um, and it was it was interesting to me, especially towards the end, kind of seeing that that level of almost acceptance from from Banner as mm -hmm. to like, yeah, this is this is the other side of uh, of me, like Hulk letting Banner come out, but Banner still giving Hulk the reins back with no issue. And I mean, that could just be heat of the moment kind of thing as well, but like had, we then also the other time that you saw banner in here, he only lasted in his own body for like a, a fraction a of a of second. An eye. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't necessarily say that he was giving up the reins of his own body more. So he just can't fight mm -hmm. yeah. the transformation. Um, but yeah, I thought uh, I, I thought it was a fun look at the Hulk. I would have I would have liked a little more Hulk banner. Mm -hmm. um, and who knows, maybe with like the, the next part of this story is War World War Hulk. Um, so may, uh, I, I'm interested to see if maybe banner plays more of a role in that. Than he As did like a mediator this. between yeah. him and the Avengers. Mm -hmm. um, because Hulk is mad. Hulk is mad. Um, so tell me, what were some of, what were some of your initial thoughts of of this book? I enjoyed it for being a Hulk comic. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I approached his character like a grain of salt knowing the qualities of the character being extremely blunt and almost childlike uh -huh. immature I don't know that I'd say childlike but immature I would say immature because I would because I'm not saying from a lack of understanding or or greed or any of those things childlike in terms of mood swings and well i guess that is immaturity i don't know but a lot of layers in a childlike manner or an immature manner yeah um 
So, I mean, I didn't really see a huge character development moment for his character specifically until way, way later. Whereas all of the characters around him changed drastically, and I was very interested in how they developed. Yeah, I could see that. Um, um, I think... Yeah. I think with... Like, there, there definitely was character growth for the Hulk um, towards, like, the last quarter of Planet Hulk, mm -hmm. um, which was really awesome to see. Uh, I do agree, like, his growth took a lot longer, but at the same time, we're starting at issue 92 of The Incredible Hulk, uh, of this run of, of Hulk. Um, mm. So there's a lot of time that's already been invested in his character that I don't know that I would want to see quick growth, like from, you know, the beginning of this, which is, I think, issue 92 to 93. Like, I, I, I'm... No, no, no. But, I mean, we didn't get any of those internal struggle moments between his, even just his flashbacks on uh, the video recording uh -huh. of the the few members of the Avengers telling him why they... Why they're doing what they're pushing doing. Pushing him out mm -hmm. until towards the end of the book. We didn't see until more than halfway through the book, I think, was when you actually saw him struggle with mm -hmm. Banner. Only for an issue, and it was more of um, an idyllic, idyllic, idyllic uh, dream uh -huh. setting more than actual character development it was more just a flashback for character foundation uh yeah just to yeah, so. remind people that that hulk is there yeah trying to find where that scene took place i mean that's in the dream wow here. i did it <laughs> um but i mean what page is that this is do, 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 this is 106. So okay, about a quarter so. of the way in. A little more because the last like 50 pages were were, were a different comic book. Yeah. Um, so. I did like this scene though be, in in the sense of I want to know I want to know more about this Jarella um character and like how all of like, what, what exactly happened here? I, I mean, I'm not going to say that didn't interest me, but I was much more interested in the point of the, the opposing points of view on, like, Bruce seeing the Hulk as the monster and Hulk seeing Banner as the monster mm -hmm. in that his was... nightmares. So I would have yeah. liked that psychological development. Um, to play out a little more. Lord, a little bit, yeah. More, it. which, I mean, it could later, especially depending on how World War Hulk or whatever it goes mm -hmm. down. So. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, Poor and... Yeah, I know. He got cut in half, man. I didn't care uh -huh. two bananas about Iron Man, but poor Spider-Man. Yep. In the dream sequence. Right. It's like, oh, man. Um... <laughs> I did th another thing that, uh, and and not that it bothers me, because like the MCU definitely has a lot more uh, comedy 
and all of that in it. Um, but uh, the whole, uh, what is it, Korg and Meek versus the Korg and Meek that are in Thor Ragnarok. Because I loved Korg in this, and Korg is stupid in the in the movie. Like he's funny, but yeah, this one I really enjoyed his character. Uh-huh. And then Meek was an extremely interesting. He, there was a lot of depth to, to Meek's character. character, and like, yeah. Um, I, I mean, he definitely had a, a very one track mind of get revenge, but it's like, but it was interesting. It was also a roller coaster of a ride for him. From Hulk mm-hmm. as a character. Yes. Because I felt like that was very much everything that you saw Meek kind of stick to from the philosophy that he, him being around Hulk mm-hmm. was how I went into this at knowing the Hulk character. Yeah. So that made it a really interesting follow through. I keep, I, I just noticed, I don't know. How well you can see it, Anna, but Doctor Strange's face underneath uh, Thor's, uh, Thor, uh, the Hulk's foot. He's just like, (laughs) (laughs) no, did not see. I mean, I can't really. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 it's, it's worth taking it. taking a peek. It's 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 page one hundred four, uh, one hundred five, one hundred four, one hundred five, uh, for people who are listening to the uh, podcast version and and really can't see anything. Uh, but some of the faces that the Avengers are making, come on. <laughs> we'll also say I'm interested in Korg interacting with Thing. Yeah. With Ben Grimm, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I'm int- I'm really interested to see how, uh, how it plays out in World War Hulk, um, because fundamentally, the this group of people that he's fighting with, um, his what is it war war, warforged war, whatever oh war war bonded yeah. Um, I feel like they are fundamentally good. Yeah, I mean, they encompass different... What is the D&D thing? Like, chaotic good and, and all of that stuff? Yeah. Um, they all encompass something different, I I feel. Or yeah, have multiple different forms of good. Mm-hmm. Their alignment... I agree. Um, and I have to say, I loved the the cover art of these books. Um, but, but I'm always so upset when the cover art doesn't match the internal art. Not that the internal art wasn't great. Right. It's just I really liked the warm and pencil tones. Well, it looked very, like, it fit the gladiatorial theme so well. Mm-hmm. Um where it was like, oh man, this is this is just epic looking. Um, uh, yeah, let, let's talk. Let's let, let's talk about the art. Um, you know, the, it is one of those things you could definitely tell when the artist changed um, from uh, book to book. Um, mm-hmm. But it wasn't, in my opinion, it wasn't, it wasn't so jarring. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, oh, I froze. And the uh, the character designs so cool. I mean, we've seen the brood before in um, or at least I've I mean, seen. I love it when we get to see them in Marvel comics. Yeah. Um, but like the brood in X Men, but that's fine because he talks. Yeah. And he's cute and a little brainiac. Yeah. Uh, but Korg and uh, Korg looked really neat. Um, and so did uh, the well, I I did not know how to say her name, Kaora. Um, the this this girl, the 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 silver lady with the the strong skin. The yeah, I um, just kept <laughs> What? I knew that I was butchering the name, but I was just like, fuck it. I can either focus on reading this name like 40 million times yep. super slow, or I can just be like, I have a little sister named Sarah. Done. Yep. Same letter. <laughs> Sounds. Whatever. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I thought, I thought the, I thought her, like, character development was also pretty damn interesting. Um, especially once you kind of learned her backstory and then kind of see her slowly just be like, Oh my God, the red King is absolutely insane. Yeah. He is bonkers. This is, this is bad. Um, from the beginning though, when I saw her, I didn't think she was going to stay. No, I didn't. I didn't either. Um, no, there, there was, there was too much that she was trying to do kind of, outside of the red king mm -hmm. um but Nick's the character design development was also cool to me yeah uh when he went from just like meek to uh the the the, the like warrior to like the king or, uh -huh. or father or beetle-esque thing with wings <laughs> where is he where is he where is he um, and seeing him fly right. that was cool. Yeah, like that just uh, that looks sick. Um, and it was it, again Meek's story. It was just so sad. Like he goes from thinking, you know, he he's alone, um, to finding out that. His people are everywhere, just being kept as slaves, to finding out that, oh, one of the, the queens are alive, to... Losing the queen. To losing the queen. And thereby losing his entire race's future. Yep. It was so, so heartbreaking. So sad. Um, I mean, honestly, the entire ending of this, this comic arc was incredibly heartbreaking and sad. Yes. No matter how you felt about what characters, it was so sad. Yeah. Um and let me I want to go to what was my favorite panel. Um because is it this one? Yeah. Um, oh, with the baby. It just, it not, again, one of my favorite things in comics is how well you can 
you can show like there's no dialogue on any of these panels but you know what every single one of these characters is thinking and then like i'm super extra emotional right now because i have a baby um but like seeing this scene and seeing like this interaction between um the old strong and just like the the people of sakar where she's like i don't i don't want bad things to happen to these people mhm and going to this and watching her watch walk out of um the fire and and the smoke it was just it was a powerful scene and a really good depiction of a pivotal 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 moment in in character growth um and 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 I, there were there were quite a few scenes that that did that were really well done uh like this um mm -hmm. but i again i think the the fact that i've got a new a one month old at home this kind of struck me i was i was bawling at this point while i was reading hopeful when you saw her come out with the the silhouette of the baby and then you just find out it's uh, a pile of ashes and you're just <sighs> yep and then the the hulk reaching his hand out like uh just awesome and again like this panel in the top right um where it's like it's showing how massive this explosion is by coming off of the panel and everything it mm -hmm. it was it was in my opinion just so incredibly well done. Um, and, and that was, that was where my favorite panel kind of, kind of happened. Um, and I, I, I liked the relationship between her and, and Hulk. Me I, too, throughout. Mm -hmm. Cause you could tell that she had respect for him throughout the entire. From the very beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and. So, uh, yeah. Wait. Okay, I was trying to read the page numbers. Um, what did you uh did you mark down what your favorite was? I did. So I have a favorite like full art page, and then mm -hmm. I have a favorite single panel, which are different. Okay, uh, give me the page numbers, and I'll go to whichever one's closest first. Three twenty six and two fifty seven. Okay, two fifty seven is here. So my favorite single panel is at the bottom of the page where you see Hulk screaming. Yeah. And there's just a lot of pain and anger all in the same moment and desperation. And I thought that the heavy shadowing and just you still get how large scale of a character he is and the fire coming off of him. I thought it was a really beautifully well done moment. Mm hmm. And the lighting in it and all of that stuff Very for the internal dramatic. lava core. Uh-huh. was awesome. Um, and then my favorite all-time, like, page page was the 326. 326. Yeah. So, which is right after he loses everybody. And again, like... He, I, Something I'm starting to notice about your favorite panels, Anna, you're also starting to pick some really emotional scenes. 
scenes that I that do have emotional. I know, scenes. I know, but you're that's why I said you're kind of starting to kind of take them into account though. Because like okay. look at look at the body language here. Like it is it's not just in the face. It's in the the arch of the, the arc of the back and like this is I will say a broken and defeated Hulk. Yeah. And I mean, some of my favorite panels have been emotionally strong in the past. I never discount emotion. It's just not my my driving force for picking them. You right. have to consider the comic. And I mean, with this comic, I had a really hard time resonating with any of the art style moments and with the characters. And so with the main character in particular. And so when you do finally see the breakdown of that character happening, that was when you got to really showcase incredibly unique art for this comic. Yeah. Because he was not an emotional character other than anger for a good majority of the book. Yeah. This is so true. the only way then to get the different style panels that I enjoy seeing as like a contrast was was in those moments. I did also though thoroughly enjoy the backstory moments, especially with the brood backstory. Mm-hmm. Like with the yeah. slimy art texture uh-huh. um how with... how they did like different art art styles for everyone's backstory yeah it was funny with korg having thor in his yeah I thought that was funny i thought it was too i also really enjoyed the uh gray hulk um no 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 i mean the 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 fact that they show showcased gray hulk um because that's the color that he originally was um, gosh, where was this? It was um, towards the beginning. It was like right after they they left, or towards the beginning. I mean, towards the first quarter of the book. Okay, here we go. Um, I like how, like to me, this <laughs> the the fact that they used this art style tells me that this took place a long, long time ago in the, in yeah. the timeline of things Marvel. Um, the old like. This is like seventies. Yeah, this is like what? Yes, uh, this looks like Silver Age comic comics, you know. Um, and I, I did really enjoy the fact that, yeah, he was he was out here he was out there fighting Thor. Um, and yeah, then the 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 brood art. It was, I loved how different. All of all of the moments were uh, in the in the telling of the of the backstories, and then how Meeks is just my backstory is meeting you guys. Yeah, just everything that we've already seen. Great, yep. great, good. Yep. And then you don't get a backstory until much later on. Um, Hiram, he he. Mm-hmm. Um, Hiram is how I I kept Hiram? saying it, but. Okay. Uh, I think halfway through, I kept changing how I said it. So I would say Hiram. I would say Heroim. I would just be like, Mr. H-Man. Mr. H-Man. So, um, uh, yeah, and the showcase of Grey Hulk was, was fun. Because yeah. then they touch on that later on in the comic also with how Hulk feels in terms of, like, being alone. He's like, I could have died with them if you hadn't done that stupid bomb. Yep. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I I there were there were a lot of fun moments in this, and I I oh I also enjoyed the fact oh, yeah. that the Silver Surfer was in here. Yeah. Um, no, so... definitely say after Silver Surfer leaves, and then the next cover art or something depicts multiple uh, Avenger heroes. I was like, oh, cool! Are they going to come and help? And then you know they were never touched upon. I go, well, that was the biggest tease of my life. <laughs> um. Yeah, but the the Silver Surfer cameo was was kind of cool and and interesting and um you know, it it was not the Easy for giant sized Hulk. Uh-huh. Uh it was it was short-lived, but you know, it was the oh, he's a friend from work kind of mm-hmm. uh, kind of moment in in the comic, but instead of Thor, it was Silver Surfer. Yeah, I will say, though, totally bummed that you don't get comical Loki moments. It's fine. Yeah. But we'll, we'll, we'll have to, to, to try to find um, some Loki comics to read now that the Loki show is uh, out in out. full swing. Yeah. Um, Does it come so out Wednesday? Wednesday, yeah. I still haven't watched the, the first one yet. I have. It's hard to find time right now, man. Having yeah, but kid... now I get to be like, ha ha ha. Now you're the one behind. Yeah, I don't. I feel like I won't be behind very long. You'll fall behind. You always do. Um. People who can't see me, I'm sticking out my tongue. I could be sticking out my middle finger, but this is family worthy. <laughs> so, um. Should we get into scoring? Are there any other things that you want to... I mean, we can talk about some of the stuff as we score it, too. Yeah, I think you... I mean, you're fine. The only other art thing that I touched on in my notes was the smoke moment. The smoke moment. Uh, where it transitions from the people of Sakar into the Avengers. Did you mark and what page? Yeah, I did. Um, It is page 322. Okay. Um, and it's like extremely clear images for Sakaar, and then it's a smoke fade into the silhouettes of the characters from Avengers into solid images that match the solid images of Sakaar. Yeah. Um, it's, it's such a shame. I... <sighs> and it also changes from like the ash color into a solid color. Mm-hmm. Just based on like everybody dying and then solidifying anger yet again for the character to focus in on. Um, the ending was so, so sad. And like, I do think that they also captured the ending really, really beautifully amongst everyone's point of views, not yeah. just Hulk. Like, mm-hmm. from and this, this the royal blooded just... kinky person in the spaceship with Meek and her talking to her mom. Um, and that character development of the mother's perspective going so quickly was actually the heartwarming and, and amazing. And how all of the characters in the one minute or like before the, the Big Bang, yeah, on this planet, of all of the species interacting really well. And it was just, and even like a no-name soldier character just breaking down because he lost his wife. Everything was done extremely beautifully. Yeah, 
I thought the whole story with the spikes were were really cool as well. Spikes um, were cool. I didn't appreciate the little tentacle thingy out of the eye, but that was fine. Yeah, but just like how awful the Red King dude was, the Emperor, whatever his name yeah. was. Like, yeah, you just an awful dude. And then like, it was kind of beautiful that when all of the spiky the the spikes went back up into yes. space and everything like that. And you just all the characters uh on Sakar, all the the people of Sakar like heard their loved ones who died. Uh-huh. And they got that really that... beautiful closure and then everything it exactly. went boom and everybody died and you're just like, Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Uh uh, the 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 ending, it's like you, you really. You, I mean, obviously, like you know, things are were going to change, but it's like the the Hulk was getting a happy ending, and then it just got ripped away. The minute though she said that she was pregnant, I was like, "Damn, yeah, everything's gonna go bad." Yep. <laughs> Flashbacks to my injustice nightmare. <laughs> yeah. So, story-wise, um you. yep. Um for me, I enjoyed the story a lot. Um I do think it was a a pretty decent um like pickup point if if you want to try something Hulk related. Um the only downside to it was there wasn't there wasn't a lot of banner, so there's not a whole lot that you could glean from like the the relationship between him and Banner, other than getting like a t little taste here and there with the Jarella thing, um, the uh, moment, um, you know, where all of the gamma energies kind of leached off of him, and that like intimate moment with um, the old strong uh, woman. Um, there, there wasn't. I would have liked a little more of of Banner to mm -hmm. to peek out, but um, I, I guess also when when you kind of look back at, uh, I probably shouldn't have expected it, considering like even though it was very loosely based off of this, I mean it's not like Banner really knew anything that was going on on Sakar, right? Um, in in Thor Ragnarok, so they did kind of keep that the same. Um, but, uh, I'm really glad that I read it. I'm really sad that Thor Ragnarok wasn't just Planet Hulk. I would have loved to have seen the version of the movie where Banner exiled himself to this planet and, and was going through all of this as, as the Hulk and coming I think back. that there should have been an in-between so like a movie prior to Ragnarok, because I deserved Ragnarok. We all deserved. Yeah, Ragnarok. no, no. Ragnarok was was, was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I I agree. Um, I more mean like I, you could have put uh, Thor and Hulk on literally any planet. Yeah, and then just did this separate. I yeah. will. Yes. I still want a freaking Hulk movie like. With Mark Ruffalo. With Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. Um, but this was this was a really 
it was it was a it, I enjoyed this story a lot. Um, with you know, with those exceptions, I think I give the story here um, uh, an, an eight out of ten. For me, how about you? Okay. So I'm. I think I'm having a harder time scoring this one in particular because it's not a hero that I necessarily. Well, I don't read. Um. And I didn't get to see moments that I, I feel like I would in, have enjoyed the most. Mm -hmm. However, the storyline and the other characters helped push the story itself along in a beautiful and very deep and applicable way. Mm -hmm. I think that was something um, that helped with the story as well. The fact that, you know, it, it, this is a character that neither of us have read a lot, but... Mm -hmm. It's showing brand new relationships for the Hulk. Um, yeah. So it, 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 makes, it makes a slight difference in the sense that, um, you know, the... Yeah, but, and the conflict in the story, even though, you know, dramatized to such an extent, is a very real conflict with prejudice and oh yeah um and all of these things and the emotional toll that it took on each individual character and the emotional growth of each individual character um and then the later and the f last few ones being so utopian and then just nothing it was a beautiful beautiful moment storyline wise so I was between giving it a 7 and an 8, but I do think that I would recommend it to somebody who enjoys Hulk or wants to get into Hulk as a character. Okay. Um, as Hulk, not as Banner. Yeah. Uh, again, that was, that was one of the main things that brought the score down for me, is I, I did want to see a little bit more Banner. A good comic for anyone who is interested in sci-fi who wants to get into mainstream comic reading. Agreed. Because it had a lot of sci-fi alien mm -hmm. aspects to it. 100%. I think I'm still going to give it a 7. That's fine. Perfect. So tell me about the art then. Yeah. So the art for the most part I mean, the art was well done. It was everything you kind of want and expect comic book art to be. And <laughs> um, you just switched it to my favorite panel to, like, butter me up. No, I think I it's a good end panel it. for yeah. our discussion. Um, and there were some really beautiful moments throughout. Like, shorter lived, obviously, in terms of the art styles with the reminiscent scenes on each character's backstory. Emotion was done really well. Um, I think I'm going to give this also a 7. Okay. Mm. And a half. Okay. I'll give it an 8, because then I'll change my overall score to being the half. But anyway, um, <laughs> I'll give the art an 8. It it was well done. It didn't turn me off. A lot of people love modern art in comics. That's exactly what it was. 
again, it was just nothing like you didn't stop to stare at the artwork. Yeah, okay, so it's a seven. Are you hating me for how many times you're having to erase? A little bit. A little okay. bit. Um, I I had similar uh, similar things that I like. I I agree with you for the most part. I disagree with the fact that uh, you mentioned there weren't a lot of moments where you stopped and and looked at the art. I felt like the moments that were like artistically like beautiful were peppered throughout enough um, to to break up the. I don't I hate using the word monotony uh because it's it's not I'm not trying to say that the art's bad it is it's comic book art um yeah. like it it's what you expect uh comic book art to be the difference for me is there were enough of those like really beautiful panels or really beautiful like pages that that stuck out to me quite a bit um, because while I was reading, like I, I take my little notes and, and mark, you know, pages and panels that that are my favorite. And then I had a lot of pages and panels written down by the time I finished it. Um, because oh, I did not. Because I, I thought there were again, emotionally, there were some just really beautiful moments. Mm -hmm. And it was enough to make me stop every. 20, 30 pages or so and be like, wow, look at this. Um, like e even just like the beginning showing some of the, the brute force that is the Hulk. Um, mm -hmm. like when he, when he's fighting that like lava monster thing or in that like the lava monsters design was just cool. Same with the dragon dog thing. Yeah. It was a cool thing. Dragon dog. Thing. I want a dragon dog. The this guy. Oh, it's like a T Rex dog. Yeah, I was Not like, it it looks kind of like a T Rex to me. It, it does. Look at those. Right. Look at those long teeth, though. I know that's terrifying. And then Hulk is just like hey, pluck. Yep. On the little controller, the zappity doodah disc. The, the zappity doodah disc. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like there there were a lot of moments like that, like. This was this was one of the the panels where it's like you see hit all of the lava hitting him and like this is Hulk don't care Hulk, well, Hulk don't care mad. at all uh, yeah I mean Hulk gets mad but you, you you know what I mean as far as Hulk don't care um, like it, it was it, there there were a lot of moments like that where I was like this is this is gorgeous. This is really, you know, well done or interesting or, or showing exactly what I would want, what I'm looking for, essentially, mm -hmm. in this. And freaking Gladiator Hulk just looks so badass. With his, like, Winter Soldier-esque arm. Yep. With his little armored arm. Mm -hmm. Um... Yeah, I. So, what did you score it? Um, I'm sticking with an eight. Um, okay. So, I, essentially, giving it an eight across the board into overall as well, um, because it, again, one of the, obviously, like when when I'm looking at comic book art, like I don't, 
I don't want the art to distract me from, you know, the story, but I want it to highlight the story. I want it to punctuate the story. Um, so it's like, am I ever disappointed when I read a comic and it's just, you know, comic book art? No, because there, there's a, a certain level of like expectation that you have. What mm-hmm. I do expect is some like grand moments of, in, in the art to punctuate the story itself. And I feel like the punctuation in this book was well done and well spaced out and um, didn't di- distract me and uh, didn't take away from the story or anything like that. Okay, so I'm going to give my scores, but I'm going to highlight my scores again because I'm changing. <laughs> you don't even know what I'm going to say, though, so don't huff and puff. Um, and it's your comic, so... Yeah. Okay, so I'll give story an 8, art a 7, because story was above average, but art was average for me. So that means that my overall score can still be the 7.5 that I wanted it to be. Okay. Overall is where it matters the most anyways, so. <laughs> but I, I changed it. I, re- I rewrote it. Um, but yeah, I... I... <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time. Um, but yeah, I, I thought there were... I enjoyed this one. I would, I would pick another um, Hulk, Hulk heavy comic. Story. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think I want to. I think I might want to choose that one where the Hulk and Banner are separated because I don't know that I finished that story arc. I think I only read mm-hmm. the first few issues um, because at the end of the day, I think I was wanting to spend my money on characters that I cared more about. So, um, but yeah, and uh, the char- like I said, the the new characters added in were really interesting characters and and all of that i'd love to see what a what's her face and the old blood Uh, and a hulk baby would look like right the old strong not the old blood old strong sorry yeah i think i think that's what it is um yeah or you know just a hulk baby in general uh, that would be a terrifying but I mean, child. He's silver, so and he used to be gray. So what if their baby is just a gray Hulk? Yeah, who knows? With funky hair. Who knows? Um, but yeah, I I enjoyed this one. I thought I, I thought it was a, a a good start off point for for Hulk for Hulk peeps. I did like it more than um I thought I would. Yeah. For it being a Hulk comic. I'm very grateful that it was an articulate Hulk. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. He talked a lot too. He did. I expected the Hulk to talk like Meek most like similarly to Meek for most yeah. of the book. I'm like, oh thank God. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, but, I like. And then next week we're moving on to a different green monster. We are. We are moving on to a, a green monster. It's it's Green Monster Month. Well, yeah. we go to a red monster the week after. Whatever. 
Um, but next week is Martian Manhunter, The Epiphany. Which Ben thinks is a risky choice. But I like Martian Manhunter, and I have not had the opportunity to delve into new storylines for his character. I've read Revelations. Okay. While I was visiting you. Um... I've never read a standalone Martian Manhunter. Um, to me, Martian Manhunter's kind of like, uh, in comics, kind of like um, Thor was in comics, where it's like, yeah, cool. Thor's a cool character. Um, but uh, you, you, what are you looking his... at right now? What? What are you looking at right now? Uh, I I went too far. Oh, okay. It's <laughs> like, um, yeah. And this was another like really beautiful scene. Sorry, I like mm -hmm. the the little like butterfly dragonfly looking thingies and the flying manta ray and whatever. Um, God, I don't even remember what I was saying. Oh, uh, uh, you Thor... were saying that you've never read a standalone Martian Manhunter, right? So like, anytime pre-MCU that I tried reading a Thor comic, I was really like, okay. Um, whatever. Like, Thor was a lot more interesting in the context of the Avengers than he was as a character by himself. I... That's how I currently feel about Martian Manhunter. I'm definitely open to my mind being changed. Yeah, I also picked this one because, like, I have an entire list now on the order of the the Marvel or the DC ones mm -hmm. that I want to pick, and so I have it strategically planned out to coincide with other characters in a certain like. So there's not a Green Arrow fiasco again. Shut up, Ben. <laughs> um. So yeah. So next week is going to be Martian Manhunter: The Epiphany. Um, which is available uh, for free on DC Universe Infinite. Um, mm -hmm. So you can check it out there. That's where I'll be reading it. Me too! Mostly because I mooch off of you! Yep. Um, so yeah, uh, Anna, where can people find you on the internet? I have two Instagram accounts, and that's pretty much it. Um, one is a personal account for mostly Hank-related content of my corgi, and that is Anna underscore Riddick. Then I have an art account, which is A Riddick underscore. underscore See, and this is the problem with the underscore. Shut up, You ben. cannot remember where the underscore is. I couldn't remember if I have an underscore because somebody told me that I'm not allowed to put my underscore in the Twitter one, and so my mind gets jumbled. That's all it takes? I have a lot of stuff going on up there, sir. Mm -hmm. Okay. As always, Where can you... they find you if they want to? As always, you can find me everywhere on the internet. It's Ben Pie. Um, Twitter, uh, Instagram. Um, I also have a my photography account, Ben Pie Photo. Um, but really, if you're looking for anything, any of my content, you can go to itsbenpie.com slash links. Um, and that'll send you to everything, including um, the Discord channel where you can recommend comics for Anna and I to read um, or just join the discussion there. Um, if you are watching on YouTube, 
Um, please be sure to hit that subscribe button. We are 34 um, subscribers away from being able to have a custom URL. Um, so I don't have to use the Ubuntu um, as my uh, URL. Um, so please head over there, hit that subscribe button. Um, and if you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment down below. Um, tell us what were some of your favorite moments in uh, Planet Hulk? Um, I definitely do want to know. Um, and be sure to hit that like button so more people can find us on, on YouTube. Um, and for anything this podcast related, we have the Facebook page, Sibling Rivalry, and we have an Instagram account now, Sibling Rivalry, as well as, you know, the itsbenpie.com. Yep. Um, and again, going to itsbenpie.com slash links will get you all of all of that. Um, there, there's all of the links, uh, YouTube, the podcast, uh, services. I'll add Facebook on there so that we don't forget. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's all I got. So, so until next week, hello, hello Mustang. Oh, goodness.